You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Wilfred After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Wilfred After Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give us that sweet canned applause. It wasn't as loud as it should be. Yeah, I we're think. great. Yeah, fake people in a box somewhere. Why don't we get more? We're probably for dead. Why aren't you clapping harder? Clap. Yeah. There it is. Uh, Bing is for doing. We're here doing the Wilford podcast. And Jack is giving me his shit-eating grin. Uh, <laughs> tonight's episode of Wilfred, Guilt, season two, episode I'm, four. I'm feeling guilt right now and, for how I and feel about be, Bing.com. And you'll be over it in five seconds because you operate like a dog. <laughs> it's true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm John Barrett. With me, as sometimes, is the glorious leader of our fair republic, Mr. Jack Waz. And as always is the guy, Greg Goodness. Guy, <laughs> so, Greg Goodness? A guy. Just Who a guy. is Greg Goodness? Ladies I'm and no gentlemen. glorious leader, but yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we just did alliteration. Oh, that's right. And by that, I We're mean Greg. smart. <laughs> I'll that, lend out my the, credit to you. Is that one of the AfterBuzz, was it tenants or creeds? Yes, uh, is always use alliteration as often as possible. Okay. Um, but they only put that in there because they know you don't know what alliteration <laughs> means, Jack. It's Jack's like, so we talk about sandwiches, right? Yeah. That's what alliteration no, no, no. is? Guys, I know what alliteration is. It's when you light something really well. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tonight's episode of Wilfred was called Guilt, and it and opened with a quote from Irma Bombeck. We missed out, like, the past two episodes doing the who is the quote from this week. I don't know who it is. Uh, I'm going to, I got I got myself a little so Wikipedia app on my phone. While, quote, while I mean, looking, I'm going to Bing it. I'm going to Bing it. While you're looking for that, uh, you, uh, we Bing. should probably mention, later on, we have some pretty cool news coming up. We have uh, Jason Gahn, who obviously, the man in the dog suit, did an uh, interview through Assignment X, which uh, apparently they do good interviews. It had some very revealing stuff. Uh, talks a lot about Bear, which we we like to talk uh, about bear uh, and the various fluids that are inside a bear at this point. So, <laughs> uh, so stay tuned for that. And do, have we figured out who Era Bombeck is? Uh, Irma Bombeck. Is Irma? Irma. Irma. Irma Louise Bombeck, nay Fist, was an American humorist who achieved great popularity for her newspaper column that described suburban home. Oh my God! Much like my new best friend Garrison Keeler. <laughs> Garrison uh, Keeler was an American humorist. Uh, uh, I should finish this Irma Bombeck thing yeah, before probably. I get into my new beef. We'll, we'll get to our Keeler talk. We'll get to Keeler beef later. Um, 
She wrote about her uh, suburban home life from the mid-60s until the late 90s. She's also published 15 books, most of which became bestsellers. So she's dead, right? She's dead. She died in 1996. <laughs> I mean, th- that's good, We I shouldn't guess. be laughing at it, but you but here's something. You it so simply. Here's something, folks. Forgive my crassness. This is only for Jack. She was 69 when she died. <laughs> <laughs> A good age to go, oh, if awesome. there ever was one. Uh, ooh, she was, ooh. She was so 69 speaking, in 96? Yeah. That's some... That's some serious people doing oral on each other right there. If people and then, were and then, numbers. Then putting their butts against each, <laughs> and other's, then back against each other's, other's heads. But, I mean, that's how I get and, off. I, I, I know. don't know about you. You I and I 96 after last week's show. Yeah, it was great. I had to keep you from killing yourself, so we right. 96'd. So we 96'd in the Just back of Jack's Mini Cooper. Press some <laughs> hairy butts up against each other's faces, or heads, I guess. The back of the head. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just a quick side note, guys. Uh, Garrison Keeler officially has beef with, uh, with at least us here on the Wilfred After Buzz show uh, because his stupid thing at the Hollywood Bowl uh, took made it take 20 minutes for me to get on the 101 today. Yeah, he, so if you're wondering why we're starting a little bit late with the Wilfred podcast... It's Garrison Keeler's fault. And yeah. He's his, dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Garrison... Zombie Garrison Keeler was doing a reading at the Hollywood Bowl tonight. Yeah, he was 96 in front of a giant crowd. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened. Prove Garrison, us wrong, Garrison Keeler. Garrison Keeler, we got beef. So you what wanna, are you going to do about what it? What are you going to do? Call us, 424-256-1729. I'm surprised that you remember that I number. I know. Well, I've heard it enough. Wait, or, phone number? That's, that's the phone number for here. Or find us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV with your little prairie, prairie at prairie, uh, blah, at prairie underscore home. Don't plug Twitter. his Twitter. We no, know. I want this. No, I want people to follow. I want people to follow the whole beef because we got beef, Garrison Keeler. We got beef. I think Speaking America already has beef with him because no one saw that movie when it was in theaters. A Prairie Home Companion? Yeah. Yeah, but Star- it's one starring- of the most popular radio shows in the history of radio. Yeah, but it starred a 17-year-old Lindsay Lohan before all the blow. Mm. True. And that's your greatest fault. Hey. Garrison Keeler. Other than making me late, Garrison Keeler. Wilfred. Speaking of beef, you know who we have beef with? Kristen, who's Kristen. back in the picture. What's she, she doing is. back? She's and back from India. Regger. Super chunky. She got a baby in her uterus. A little bit of a baby bump. And I'm not particularly thrilled to have her back. It's interesting to have her back as a character, but man, oh man, they go out of their way to make her really grating in this episode. They, real, real bad. The writing staff for Wilfred seems to have a problem with women. I wouldn't go that far. I would say that, like, I, I, would, say, say, I would say, aside from uh, Rashida Jones's character last season, mm-hmm. there have been very few sympathetic women on the show. That's I would say anyone who is sympathetic, and by the anyone anyone who is sympathetic, I mean Amanda, the scientist. There girlfriend. is no one sympathetic on the show. It's not just yeah, women. That's it's just true. Everyone is horrible. <laughs> that is true. Which is part of the charm, but this is, Kristen goes beyond that in yeah, this episode. That, which goddamn Kale. Oh, yeah. Oh, Asking for Kale. Anyone... I heard the key words of Kale and Brentwood, and I would have been like Wilfred and tried to punch that baby out. No, here's what got me, and here's what I think it was a brilliant move, because I think anyone can relate to us, Wiss, this. When she walks in, she's like, well, while I was in India... We learned a lot about Indian culture and like shawarma and using all these catchphrases. Shawarma, 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 shawarma. Very different. Well, also she was talking about shawarma at some point, I think. But 
yeah, that whole like, oh, I went to India and now I know I'm so much more enlightened, man. Don't you get it? Like that, ooh, ooh, that made so me right repulsive. off the bat. Which, again, good thing for her character because we're supposed to hate yeah, her. That's, I mean, that's what's been established. She is an insufferable, new age, hippy dippy person I want to shoot in the face. She wasn't always so hippy dippy yeah. though. It's after this trip to India. Yeah, but she's, she's always been on. kind of new agey, yeah. right? I wouldn't say new agey. She's always been she's been very yuppie, which yeah. is at times, you know, interchangeable with new agey. Yeah. Like that goddamn kale. Anyone who orders kale is my freaking enemy. And the wrong you remember kind that of from kale. The, you remembered it from the test, Jack. You can't say swear words. I, <laughs> I did. We're we, really trying to cut down on our swearing well, here at After Trying to. Uh, for those of you, you at home who don't know, uh, we have a new, much like the No Child Left Behind Act, <laughs> we have a stringent new uh, series of weeding out potentially bad AfterBuzz hosts. <coughs> Jack. Which is taking a written test written by Phil Svitek, who doesn't have a very good grasp of the English language. Oh, come on now. It was fine. No. In fairness, in fairness, uh, it wasn't fine. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Like, I love Phil, Phil to death. Phil's done, uh, some, Phil's done some despicable things in his life. <laughs> like, just completely unforgivable. And that test is among them. Uh, I agree on both fronts. <laughs> um, but... Uh, not nearly as unforgivable and horrible as Kristen to tie. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I thought you talk about the knife. Yeah, no. no, no. Phil's pulled a knife on me, but going to India and being a bitch about it way asking worse. Way worse. Yeah, way worse. Awful. Um, I mean, in all fairness, think, who hasn't pulled a knife on you? No, I, I, definitely everyone I know has pulled a knife on me. Wilfred trying to Wilfred trying to pull a knife on yeah, her. Yeah, Wilfred pulled well. a Wilfred pulled a coat hanger on her. Lots of <laughs> lots of plastic bags. Things. Hey guys, no, who? How can you blame her? How can you blame him though? Because it's just she is so, so horrible. And it's uh, here's, you know, she's gonna be even worse as a mother. Oh yeah, because oh. you know, because she's pregnant now. But once that little turd comes out, she is gonna dote on it. Hey guys, before we get too far into this, let me just remind our listeners out there. <laughs> Y'all, y'all shop on Amazon. Who doesn't? Don't front. We Don't got things front. to buy. We got. They sell everything there. We're a everything. consumer culture. You, know, you can buy a crossbow on Amazon. You probably could. Only one way to find out, and that way is to go on. Is when you're searching around on AfterBuzz TV, as I know Jack is wont to do. We have a website. I always thought we just were on iTunes or something. AfterBuzzTV.com. Uh, over on that little website where you're probably going to be at some point, dear listener, because. God knows you love us. Mm-hmm. There's a little uh, little banner ad. Little banner ad you can click on. Click on the little banner ad for uh, Amazon. Takes you right to Amazon.com. Shop like you normally would shop on Amazon.com. Doesn't change anything. And in fact, takes the process of typing crap into your navigation bar. Who has the time? Who has See, the time? Whenever I click on a banner effort? ad, it takes me to Adult Friend Finder. Right, but that's your fault. <laughs> But and that's because you're also constantly on adultfriendfinder.com. That, that's gotta it's be it. tailored to your interest. So, dude. so what you're saying is that when I click on the Amazon link, it'll bring me to Adult Friend Finder, so I can find friends in the Los Angeles area to have. No, adult any, as a matter of fact, and any yeah, friend that you find, a small kickback of that friendship will go to AfterBuzz So what you're saying TV. is that Adult Friend Finder directly sponsors <laughs> AfterBuzz TV. No, that's right, no. folks. Amazon.com. <laughs> Gives us a kickback if you use the link on our website to buy stuff from Amazon.com. 
if you end up on Adult Friend Finder, <laughs> that's your problem. Good for you, I guess. But that was not our fault. I think the audience for Adult Friend Finder and AfterBuzz TV would overlap significantly. Probably, yes. Probably. So, guys, if you stay too long on Adult Friend Finder and you find a friend that you really connect with, don't you might end up out. having a baby. <laughs> and babies are bad, as Wilfred found babies out. Babies are super bad because this they, episode. they take away the cuteness from dogs. That's right. A valid argument. Wilfred's been really concerned about how cute he is. And this how much season. attention he's getting. Yeah, yeah, he's being a little needy this season. He is, you know. And, and oh, man. Beans. Oh, man. Is it going to. F everything up if there's a baby coming on. Mm-hmm. So here he is doing what any normal dog or Greg Goodness would do. <laughs> oh, I, Wilfred was my child. idol in this episode. And trying to kill uh. an unborn baby. <laughs> I just I wouldn't go that far, but I really dislike babies. I hate them on planes. I hate them in movie theaters. I hate them when they're starting to talk but can't quite talk, and so they're just doing that string of like, hello, cereal. Like, I hate it. I hate it. Which cereal were they asking for? Any cereal, it doesn't matter. They're not even like in a cereal aisle. They're just at like a Home Depot and they're asking a, for cereal. You know, That's because they're children. I I was a baby. I never wanted cereal. What I always wanted was croissants. Of so course, I'm, all you wanted was croissants. You did yuppie. you speak that down from your chariot upon which you had four people carrying you, as in Egyptian days? No, I just made my mom give them to me. Aw, it was adorable. I was was your mom adorned in gold and bejeweled and diamonds? No, she was not nearly as gilded as this lovely altar we have to Maria Menounos. That's a nice gild. Maria. So there's like this war. I'm not... The war between dogs and babies. Maybe, maybe a bit exaggerated on the part of Wilfred. You know, this is the kind of thing I can see Fox News running with the next time there's, like, a big panic. It's America's war on babies. <laughs> dogs wars on yeah. babies. American dogs killing babies? <laughs> I want to know where that speech that Wilford gave, though, was lifted from. Because it totally sounded like something that was not written, just, know, like, like, off the cuff. Henry V or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Something Some about entrails. Seeing the sheer Titus, number maybe. of ways that they came up with <laughs> that a dog would try to kill a baby, and really just a person would try know, to just, kill a baby. Just imagine being in the writer's room for that. All right, guys, we need to come up with like two dozen ways to murder a child. Not even a child. To to suck out a zygote <laughs> from the mother. No, at and this point have, it's a Wil- fetus. Yeah, w- at this point it's true. a fetus. Wilfred on his back, pointing a dust buster at her <laughs> vagina, trying to suck out the kid. Might have been one of my fair moments of television this year. <laughs> of course it was. And the look on his face while he did it. It was just, just utter glee. This was Wilfred at his worst as a dog slash person, but also at the, I think, the funniest we've seen him so far this season. I can agree with that. Uh, really, really fun game to run with just over and over again. So kudos to the writers for figuring it out. Yeah. Just the, and, the plastic bags was inspired. Oh, oh. <laughs> Pink versus blue garbage bags. 
<laughs> Again, horrible. So horrible, but it's all within that realm. It's all so tight. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved that, it. I love the line, oh, I should have put a pizza cutter on the end of his penis. Why? Why didn't I have the foresight? Because <laughs> it's so obvious in retrospect. In retrospect, it really is. Just <laughs> strap it on there. Because he's not going to notice. Exactly. You know, Who he's too would? busy. It'll he's be... too busy thinking about getting it in there. It'll yeah. be just uh, like seven. Oh, my God. God, that actually what? happens in seven. It, oh, yeah. in the yeah. lost one, right? In the yeah, the lost, lost guy. is uh, they make the guy. Oh, put on right, they the made me put it on. Yeah, with the yeah. suit, and then he has sex with the prostitute, and he stabs her in the insides. Right. Uh, so we. So didn't thank you, see... Wilfred, for a seven reference. Also, the baby getting a... stick is a baby getting <laughs> stick is <laughs> such a funny thing. And I didn't see it. I think that because of the lighting or whatever, it was you missed it the first time. But as he's poking that essentially like a broomstick through, there's a coat hanger yep, tied right. to the. That I only saw again because of lighting. I totally missed it, but as he's putting it away off into the corner, you can totally see it. Which again, as far as baby killing jokes, is just perfect. Uh, Also, I like that the baby was always getting the better of Wilfred in terms of in terms of yeah, and their little verbal arguments that we only hear one side of. Is yeah, is the baby actually speaking, or is Wilfred a schizophrenic dog? Maybe that's the point of the series, is that, that Wilfred, Wilfred is the schizophrenic, schizophrenic one. Wilfred is the only person yeah. that's real in no, a world okay. full of dogs. Okay. <laughs> Ryan is so schizophrenic that the, the visions he has <laughs> are of schizophrenic beings. So he's double schizophrenic. We are really in the rabbit hole at this point. Yeah. We're like three dr- yeah, three he, dreams deep in Inception right yeah, now. Yeah, he's like, we are he's the crunch rap supreme of schizophrenia. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. Ryan, crunch rap supreme of schizophrenics. You know, That's gotta be a hashtag. Crunch rap supremes. Is, is that, that they give you schizophrenia? <laughs> they I, do. I dare Taco Bell to refute my claim. Taco <laughs> Bell, prove it. Prove give us a buttload <laughs> yeah. of Crunchwrap okay. Supremes to right prove now. That they give schizophrenia. We'll eat all of them, and if we don't get schizophrenic, we'll let everyone know that you don't cause schizophrenia. Otherwise, and if you cause schizophrenia, you have to pay for our medical bills. Schizophrenic stuff. Yeah. But how are we going to let them know? What is a medium that we can use if we have an opinion about something? Zanga! It doesn't even need to be, funny, I don't know, tacos. It could funny, maybe be about a podcast. Funny you should bring up uh, giving people opinions, Greg, uh, because uh, well, have you guys heard of Apple? Uh, like uh, the fruit? Yeah. The fruit, I, right? I, I, I think, I, I, I guess they're It's like, a city oh, in France, right? Yeah. Something like that. He's dead, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, Ouch! So there's this there's this company called Apple that I guess started as like an Apple sales company or something. Oh yeah, Washington like Apples. I know. Yeah, that. Um, but now they have this thing called iTunes, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they have a little like app in that iTunes thing. What, what part of the fruit does that come in? Uh, I think the butt. Okay. I think it's in the butt of the app. So the apple poops out iTunes. I don't know if that's how it works, but in this iTunes, there's a little bit of an there's a thing called an app for podcasts. This right here that y'all are experiencing right now is a podcast. And we just got to the fourth dream and in inception. That's right. I believe you mean the bean layer. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, you can go on this little iTunes thingy and find our our uh, our little podcast. Rate it. Comment on it. 
tell your friends. If it takes you more than a minute, that's honestly your fault. So, wait, aren't they listening to this on iTunes in the first place? Possibly, probably, probably. They can, they can listen to it. They can listen across any number of mediums. The point is, we want you to rate it. We want you to comment. Uh, It helps us figure out just what we're doing and how badly we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, guys, we really do appreciate your comments, either good or bad. It really does help us know what we're doing on the show. So, let's say you have something nice to say, like "Gee, John, you're really handsome," or something mean to say, like "Gee, Jackson, meanie." Put it out there. That's not even really a mean thing to say. (laughs) There's much worse they can say. Uh, And they will because it's the internet. Prove it and say mean things about Jack. That's our challenge for the week. Whoever says the meanest thing about Jack will get a a shout out. It's a free scratch DVD (laughs) of Lord of the Rings the Two Towers. I will send them a DVD (laughs) copy. I will overnight them a DVD copy of The Sorcerer's Apprentice by Disney to whoever says the meanest comment about me on iTunes. All right, guys. So there's our challenge. There, it. It's all out there. The finish line is in sight. You just got to run through the ticker tape and get that DVD of whatever Disney movie. The Sorcerer's Jack Apprentice. Just, Sorcerer's Nicholas Cage Alfred Molina. Oh, a Nick Cage movie. How could you refuse? Come on, guys. Say something mean. Guys, this episode was about guilt. It yes. was. And letting go of guilt. Which honestly is sort of a running theme of this show, and it still hasn't sunk in for him. I... I will say, though, that I had the epiphany in this episode. Maybe it's not even an epiphany, but this was really the most emotionally hard-hitting episode for me because I think that towards the end, Kristen's bit about, oh, well, then it has to be my fault, perfect. That it was a good setup. It's what I've come to expect from Wilfred in terms of the sort of moral message. But the line before that, uh, the real heartfelt moment, where Wilfred is walking up the stairs and says, if she's not going to forgive you, then you need to do the forgiving for her. Which, to me, is just... I. I felt that was this is Ryan encapsulated yeah. here, yeah. right? Is he's all got all these hangups, and it's just about learning to live your life and move forward. Exactly. Uh, and so I don't know. Maybe I'm a little overly mushy about that one particular moment, but that was really nice for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personally. You know, I, I do worry. Uh, Ryan has such an adorable relationship with the scientist mm-hmm. that you know it's actually really sweet. And one of the few parts of the show that isn't completely messed up, mm-hmm. and I wonder what they're gonna do when that shoe's gonna drop yeah save it for predictions buddy (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but i I think it's um this is the first time we actually see we we see ryan really forgive himself without backtracking you know yeah that's true like every time he does it he backtracks almost immediately and this time he doesn't get a chance to uh, luckily, um, and hopefully it sticks because I'm kind of tired of the same thing happening over and yeah. over. Well, I mean, I mean, it's good. It's also it's nice that it's with uh, it's with Chris and it's with his family instead of Jenna. You know, one, right. one part of it is that it's so you know you really feel for him. It's very personal as opposed to the Jenna storyline where it's just oh he's still trying to get the cute girl who's kind of a dick to him. Right, and it, it feels like a real breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Like this thing that's been plaguing him since the first episode. Absolutely. Also, we're two episodes without Jenna, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she made the brief appearance there in uh, the first uh, two episodes, and then oh, right, uh, we right. haven't... Yeah, but we didn't see yeah, her really uh, last week. What's Fiona Goobel been, been up to? She's been 
downplay they've been downplaying that role in the show which i think is kind of good because now we're finally expanding the world uh although to- what i've been wondering is you know so Wilfred stole Jenna's dog. Right. I wrote that but, down too. But it, it's he's become Ryan's dog. They need to address that. Yeah. They need to go in and just say, listen. She comes over and says, hey, you know, things are being, it's really rough. And you have such a good relationship with Wilfred. You should, it should be your dog. Because that would just at least give me a little bit of closure yeah. as to yeah. how is Wilfred over at his house like seven days Constantly. a week. Exactly. And, and, you know, the first season there was a lot of Wilfred. Wilfred's very protective of Jenna, you know, and he loved mm-hmm. her. But it just doesn't seem that way anymore. Yeah. So yeah. guilt on his end, maybe. Mm, maybe. Mm. Well, no, because he, he's over guilt in every five seconds. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The uh, watch device clockwork. was nice. Yeah, that, that was, was really fun. funny. That was a really good gag, the watch device. Hey, uh. You guys want to hear something really cool? It's called a commercial. It's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's run that beautiful bean footage. Bing. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee! What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. XOXO Wooly Bear. So he pretty much admits to murder in that. Like, he fell asleep driving the Well, he admits to falling asleep at the wheel, which, along with the guy who hates his uh, co-workers so much, it, I just I feel like we have a lot of people who are really bad at their jobs listening most to Most people... Here's the thing, though, is that most people are really bad at their job and just trying to pretend that they're not really bad That's at their job. That's a good point. That's a good point that Greg makes. I would also like to point out it's not that big of a deal because of The Simpsons have taught us anything. It's that every single truck has a little automated driver that you don't even need to touch the wheel. It'll just take you to your destination. True. As well as doing a half-assed job is the American way. That's yes. right. That's right. XO, if XO you hate your there. job, you don't quit. You just do it really, really, really half-assed. Hey, guys. I hear we have a special uh, segment coming up. That we do. Jason Gunn, the man in the dog suit, the man that we always talk so much about and refuse to <laughs> refer to him as his actual name. We say, oh, yeah, Wilfred. Jason Gunn is an actual person beneath all that fur, and he did no. an interview. I thought they trained a dog really well for that show. Yeah, a really humanoid-looking dog. That's crazy. He's dead, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> he did an interview with a site called Assignment X. It's a really great interview, and he goes into a little bit about the writing process, talks about some of the things that we've been talking about since back since episode one. Uh, one thing that I thought was really interesting, because we've been talking about it since the first episode of this season, is... The cliffhanger that they left off on, if it seemed a little abrupt coming back in and crashing back down, according to Jason Gunn, that's because they had no game plan for getting out of that. Uh, they just, just wrote like it. Lost. They they wrote it and then they said, "Okay, great. This is a suspenseful place to end it." And Bye. then we'll figure it. We'll, <laughs> we'll figure see if we it have out. A season next year. Exactly. We'll figure it out when we get back. They haven't. 
always been figuring it out. In right. fact, as of right now, or like a day ago when this was published, uh, they have not yet broken the last four episodes, the storylines for the last four episodes of this season. So wow. they're still figuring it out. They don't know. Uh, Wait, they're still shooting? They're still writing. That's ri- very yeah. surprising. They're still still writing and shooting and doing all that. So, But most importantly, he talked about the most important character on the show. Bear. Bear. He talks Bear. about Bear, which Bear. kudos to the interviewers over at Assignment X for harping this much on it, because it's clear that Jason Gunn's like, yeah, we're spending a lot of time talking about Bear, and they're like, no, we're going to talk more <laughs> about Bear. Uh, they talk about Bear and how he's been appearing less in episodes. Jason Gunn's like, yeah, he'll be appearing more, don't worry about it. And they address something that we've always talked about, which is Bear coming to life a la Wilfred as a real person, or Rhea Perlman as his mother's cat. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't defuse it. He doesn't say, no, we're not going to do that. Bear's bear, and the stuffed animal is what it is. Ooh, who's going to play bear? There's, as long as it's like, tastefully done, that's not a direct quote, but it's the general. <laughs> yeah, as long as bear is tastefully new to the episode. <laughs> uh, and we'll also probably see more of Raffi, according awesome. to nice. Jason I hope Gunn. bear is played by the guy who played the e- main Ewok. And oh, Warwick <laughs> Davis? Yes, that's his name. And finally, uh, the tons and tons of info in this article, so definitely check it out. Assignment X uh, interview with Jason Gunn. But my favorite thing is they ask him, is Ryan crazy? And his answer, which I think is the best I've heard so far, is, well, he's no more crazy than the guy from Mr. Ed. <laughs> 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 so there you go. So Ryan yeah. so, equal or lesser than So Mr. Ed was really about just an entire town that was schizophrenic. That's exactly correct. And all thought there was a talking horse. Yep. We're on the fifth dream in inception now. Whoa. Sour cream. Speaking of speaking of weird noises, I uh, think it's time. Yeah. Love that spooky there. Now you're after Buzz TV predictions. God, he's sexy. I know. I want to play so much. Ooh, we got the lighting going wow, on in the background, that's awesome. too. I want to take a long truck ride with our announcer. Yeah, me too. Forget but, Jelly whoops. Bear or whatever his name is. <laughs> Jack, you had you were saying some things in the wrong place earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to do that. Like, in church. Like, everything. Or when have you gone to church? God, you're right. Yeah. Um, sinner. So, I'm not a sinner, I'm a Quaker. So, uh, same difference. What are we talking about? Predictions? Predictions. What's going to happen? All right. So, there was a lot of talk about babies in this episode. Uh huh. And my favorite joke was when Wilford tried to kill it. Great. And that's a prediction. How? God damn it. I hate you so much. (laughs) Well, what's your witty retort, John? What's your grand prediction? Baby's fake. I actually, actually did I think that too. That. But the paramedics came in, and so you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. You're yeah. wrong. Or maybe they. Maybe she paid the paramedics off. My prediction I, I is that. Let's that... say I think this show's dark enough to actually have a miscarriage. That's true. Mm. Baby falls through. I think that it's <laughs> a poor choice of words. That is a horrible choice of words. The last episode is just Wilford comes up with a thing in his mouth, just like. Ryan, look what I found. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, you were saying? You know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. I can do no better than... (laughs) 
we'll All right. eating a baby. Oh, let's uh, let's plug what we got to plug. Yeah, plug some stuff. Go, go, go. Uh, John's anti-Harrison Keeler hashtag, which is Keeler beef. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jack Waz, or follow me on Facebook, Jack Waz, or more importantly, watch Final Offer and Discovery because it's a great Instead show. Instead of Wilfred, and I need a second season. Check out the show The Grind on AfterBuzzTV or not AfterBuzzTV on TheGrind.com. I've been working on that. Uh, also, follow me on Twitter, Generic Maverick. It's making a comeback, believe it or not. Uh, I am also on Twitter. Uh, I am at J Dugan Barrett on there. Uh, and everyone, follow Headline News, because John will probably kill himself this week. I'm probably going to do it's it. It's going to be the week. This is the week. <laughs> this is the week. I know it's like Gigi Allen over here, <laughs> and I keep saying it, and I'm not doing it, but believe me. Be less him and more David Foster Wallace. <laughs> oh, sad. All right, well, on that note, come on. On that on, note, come guys, on, uh, thanks for listening. Catch us next week, except for maybe me. Definitely not Jack, because if I'm going, he's going with me. <laughs> Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Killer beef. Buzz <laughs> you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.